This is Proudly Resents, ProudlyResents.com. We're here with the very professional Bobcat Goldthwait. Super professional. Yeah, yeah. You are listening to Proudly Resents. Oh, reason. I, I can't even hear you. Well. Hi, this is Sam Wazel, uh, Proudly Resents. The Cult Movie Podcast. The Adam Biggest Men Show. All you proudly resent listeners out there, just remember, you can't piss on hospitality. I want if you want to watch uh, Shakes the Clown, you can watch that on our website. I tried to find a feed. It should be on Crackle, but they took it down. I, I don't know. But I you mean, can buy it on Amazon through ProudlyResents.com. So we're going to talk about Shakes the Clown. Yes. Quite often is, is wrongly quoted as Martin Scorsese saying it's the Citizen Kane of alcoholic clown movies. But <laughs> it was in the Boston Globe. Betsy Sherman called it the Citizen Kane of alcoholic clown movies. But someone was interviewing Scorsese once and they said, do you really think we should preserve every movie? Would you preserve the Jerky Boys? Would you preserve Shakes the Clown? And he goes, Shakes the Clown, I love that movie. That's, uh, and, and, That's and, awesome. And he proceeded to say all these really nice things about it. And I remember reading that and just holding it. And my daughter's like, why do you keep reading that? I was like, your dad will never win an award. This is his <laughs> award. The fact that Martin Scorsese even knows I exist. So the, the interviewer says, so... You know, he goes, it's a very dark movie. It's a very real movie. And he's and the guys half-hazardly, the guy says, well, it's the it's it's Citizen Kane. And uh, of uh, and, and, he, and so Scorsese corrects him. He goes, no, it's the Citizen Kane of alcoholic clown movies. He wow. goes, get it right. So so um, that's even cooler than him seeing your movie. Yeah, that's that he, even cooler. That's strange that he knew that quote. But um, yeah, so wasn't on the box. It should be on the box, but yeah. you know, or you know, I would love to do a new version of that movie, not not a new version of the movie. I'd like to do a new packaging of the movie where we included like a, get all the comedians who are the cast together and get a keg of beer or, and have them get really drunk and heckle the movie. Well, it's funny because a lot of those guys we'll talk about who there a lot of them are in AA or have two kids <laughs> oh, really? and a mortgage and they don't oh, drink really? anymore. Oh, that's My, funny. Or, you know, bad stomach and they can't have beer. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, they're all dying. No, but you had. Um, <laughs> But a question you got asked a lot is, how did you get Adam Sandler in the movie? Oh, but Sandler wasn't famous yet, you right. know? Uh, I mean, he might have been, like, on, on remote control and stuff like that. Really, how that happened? Um, Colin Quinn was supposed to play the part of uh, that... Um, uh, uh, shoot, Blake Clark ended up playing. Uh-huh. But... Um, and Colin was like, you know, I, I've talked to my friends and I'm not comfortable wearing a dress because <laughs> Blake Clark's character. I went and did research. There's clowns that would dress in drag. I mean, all the clowns are actually. But he has a beard. Is that clown. true too? Like he has a dress and a beard. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, that was uh, that was a certain kind of clown that that was based actually on an actual photo of a real guy. You know, it wasn't right. like even something I I didn't say. I'm gonna put Colin Quinn in drag. You know. And he was like, well, I talked to my friends, and they don't think they think <laughs> his friends didn't think he... And that was a deal breaker. Isn't That's that really so funny? funny? I mean, Colin and I are in friendly terms, but that really, was a deal breaker. Really, because he's done so many great things in his career. He's made a lot of good decisions. What? He, he did? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. He's... I mean, you say it's funny. You just make mistakes a lot. Like, you think... Who, him or, or I? Or in general. People in general, like I you think, think you overthink things. I think I think he, he probably suffers from overthinking things. You know, I, I, I just... Uh, always did things that other people kind of told me to, you know, until much later in my life. But but Colin, um, you know, so he didn't want to be uh, uh, Stenchy the Clown because he didn't want to wear the dress. It really came down to that. You got to wear hilarious. the dress. That was the deal breaker. <laughs> so 
he had introduced me to 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 Sandler because he Sandler came in. He goes, "There's this kid. He'd be great for the other guy." And um, Sandler, uh, I didn't know Sandler at all. He came in for the audition. I walked down the hall with him and just talked with him. And and he was on his way to the audition for with s- the paper with the sides for your movie. Yeah, and we were talking. He knew who I was and stuff. Okay, but we were talking, and I said, "Oh, you don't have to audition. You've got the part." You know, just because I, when I met him, he just was so personable, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is perfect. This guy's great." And um, so he, yeah, I think he may have auditioned still, but I told him he already got the part by the time the he walked was, down he the hall. Two middle fingers. Screw you! Yeah, I got the yeah. Mark. He cracked in his hand and threw it. There was this, there was this one kid that was auditioning for a rodeo clown in that movie, and he goes, "I go, well, you know, and the guy's wrong. He's this cute young kid." And I go, "You know, these characters are supposed to be imposing. Can you be imposing?" And he takes my coffee mug off my table and he smashes it. <laughs> Because was that imposing? I go, no, it's just weird. That, that, that's my coffee mug from home. <laughs> and it really and I was. I no coffee. That, and I remember when Billy Barty came in and he was just yelling at me like, why do what? all the clowns have to... For those folks, he was a little person who don't know Billy Barty, but probably the most famous little yeah, person. Yeah. He was the biggest of the little people. The big- <laughs> <laughs> He said, why do all the clowns, why are they so mean? Why do they have to swear? He's like, you have a really good script here. But he's like yelling at me. And I'm like, why did he come in? You know, and he, he's To just, yell at you. Yeah. That's so weird. This script is great, except for the huge issue I have with the with plot. The, with the, no, he liked the plot. He didn't like the cursing. And the uh-huh. whole time I was just looking at his teeth because he had little tiny teeth. <laughs> I was obsessed with his teeth. And then I'm not proud of this. These are all the no. later on because I hold a grudge. I had sent him a... Uh, uh, I got an invite to play in his pro-am golf tournament, uh-huh. <laughs> and I wrote back. I said, "Is this regular or miniature golf?" <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just. Kinda, oh my god! <laughs> I forget all this stuff. Not all this stuff I'm proud of, but yeah. So um, <laughs> that was pretty great. So so, um, and then Luanda Page came in, and she played. Uh, uh, you know, I, I said to the casting people, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm just seeing the same. You know, white comedians. You know, just just anybody who's you know, just something completely different. And then Luanda came in, and you know, and she was, uh, she's like, uh, as soon as that camera's off, he's gonna fuck that little dog. And then she goes, this is cute. Who wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> it was totally like producers. I found my Hitler. Yes. You know, because she would ad lib all that stuff. Like oh, I say, because they're going, weathermen don't get a lot of pussy. And because uh, they're talking about everybody on TV gets laid, and right. they go, even Weatherman get pussy, and and Luana, and I go, Luana, then you say whatever you want, and I thought she was gonna say like, shut up, dummy, or whatever. Uh-huh. And she goes, they don't got the kind of pussy I got. I got a peanut butter pussy <laughs> that's brown, smooth, and easy to spread. Wow. Yeah, and that was the noise behind the camera. I was like, cut. Okay, um, we got one that way. It's <laughs> <laughs> a way to go with but it. Then, like, uh, and then, like, you know, in editing, I was just like, well, yeah, that's, you got to put that in, you know, that's, yeah. <laughs> that shit's awesome. So, <laughs> so, so I really feel like the genesis of Shakes was, you know, like, I think out of all the, the, the four movies that I wrote and directed, the whole thing is, the bottom line is not, often even what is this movie about is it's a lot of can we make this you know and and I was really like saying can I make a movie you know and that, that's a really angry movie you know it's really to, saying to the audience fuck you and 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 I was really angry at that point in my life I think with 
with work and show business, you know, I didn't understand that. You know, I was just stuck in this trap of making money and and not being happy. And and um, what do you mean? Because you were this persona, you're stuck. Well, in that? just stand up in general. I mean, you know, I, you know, I was in, you know, I was in a relationship where we lived beyond our means. I, I, you know, there wasn't anyone saying, "What do you really want to do?" You uh-huh. know, I remember once coming up with a script that was based on the persona that people. Saw and I, and I went into the managers I had at the time, and they were like, "Well, this isn't about anything." And it, and I was like, <laughs> "It was, you know, I mean, it was." You really, wrote what you thought they wanted. No, no, I had written what I thought would be a funny movie for that character. Oh, okay. And it wasn't much different than like what Paul Rubens ended up doing with a Pee Wee movie. You uh-huh. know, I just made a movie about this guy who was... A, <laughs> Some like, of those things from that movie that you remember. I don't even remember because I was so crushed, you know. I mean, it wasn't like I wrote the screenplay. I'd just written a treatment. And, yeah. And, um, you know, and, and I always remember that because that was like, uh, you know, that was like when I, when I, I should have listened to my own instincts. But, you know, you, you can't blame youth for making bad decisions because I have friends who... Yeah, my friend Charlene Yee is 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 young, and and she knows when things don't feel right for her, you know. And she won't do them. Yeah, she doesn't do them, and she yeah. listens to her voice. And sometimes she does do stuff that she regrets and stuff. But at least she's she's, you know, I I was married and and uh, raising kids, and you know the whole deal. So so. I don't blame other people for that, but I also now realize how I got into this this wheel I couldn't get off. Well, I remember years ago when this was happening, people were like, why did you do this and why did you do that? And you're like, the worst thing I did was take a check to do a job. Like, I'm not turning down. Do you, right, but, do you but, still but, feel but, that way or um, looking back at it? I don't... Uh, I, I honestly don't think I, I was even thinking about anything. You know, I just did my stand-up and, and then I, you know, and I always felt my stand-up, I, I got to say what I really thought about things, you know. And, and now what I think is kind of funny is there's, um, you know, when I ego surf on the web, there'll be people who who uh, who, who will say snarky things about me. Um, and, uh, and, and I just want to go, um, they're not people who necessarily know my stand-up mm-hmm. <laughs> or that I ever did stand-up comedy. And they're not people that are aware that I make movies, and I don't want to sound like a well, douche, but, but, but you know, make movies that you know they go to Sundance and things like that. You right, know you make mean? good films. You well, I make movies that 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 are acknowledged in the. Well, uh, you know, it's kind I of would say my movies are acknowledged in the indie circles. But you're, uh, movies that you're trying to make good movies. No, no, no. Like so you, or whatever, people, they're good or bad. I mean? But like, I mean, there's this whole thing I do. And, and but what what them. these, these people are, are snarking and they're talking about is is. Uh, uh, they just remember me from Police Academy. So it's like, um, hey, um, I didn't watch Police Academy. You did. <laughs> you know, don't get, you know. Yeah. But but I got to tell you, they don't even bother me because I've never really cared. It's so funny. I never really cared what people thought. You know, I just kind of was always doing my own thing. You know, so like if I did do a shitty movie, uh, part of me was like, oh, well, well, no one I respect is going to go see this. So why do I really care? <laughs> Right, like is that the worst thing you could do to somebody? Is it being a bad film? Yeah, 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 yeah. But but it is the worst thing you can do to so many people because the 
you know, like a someone who's in a critically acclaimed or or not even should critically acclaimed, someone who's in a blockbuster is a good person. Right. And someone who's not in a blockbuster is a bad person. Like, they don't care about like what, what anyone really has to say or who they are as a person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah this weekend I mean, the wheels really have to fall off on a celebrity before people distance themselves. Well, like, like, well, Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, he's that's a great I was just actor, thinking. and he was like the hugest. Well, star whatever for a you while. think of him, one way or the other, but, but he's a really but, good actor. But, uh, you don't think so? Um, like, I liked him in Magnolia, Magnolia and stuff like that. I think he's a personality. I think he's really yeah, yeah. good at selling himself. So, yeah, I guess I'm not. I'm not trying. Now I'm saying I'm. All right, so let's move on from that. Here's a guy who's the number well, one the movie thing. star. Would I cast Tom Cruise in a movie of mine? No, say no. If he was playing Tom Cruise, <laughs> yes. If he wasn't, no. I wouldn't. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, if he's playing like well, you know, if I like was, the lead in this movie, like he wouldn't be right for it. No, I wouldn't. I, think, God bless I, I would hire him to play a, a cheesy person, but I wouldn't hire him. To, but here's a guy top of his game, and then all yeah. of a sudden, when he comes down, everybody's ready to jump on it. Yeah, but they didn't even, you know, he, he his movies had to start making a little less money, and then he had to be extra bananas before they would even. But they still, you know, if Tom Cruise is in a movie that they like, they'd still go to it. I don't think it has to do with his personality. I think at the time, yeah. It's funny because the, the head of like Viacom, was it? Yeah. Just came out and yelled at him and said, what a jerk. It's like, <laughs> it's like whoa, slow down. Like, this guy made you a lot of money. But it's really... And then it became can personal. Can you imagine how bananas you'd have to be before they, they, they would get you out of the machine? But, but, but I... I, I um, Back to shakes. What's you talking about shakes? I I, I want to talk about Mission Impossible Three. Mission Impossible. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, well, well, like how, why did you do shakes? Like, why? What made you? I think you I was just wanting to know if I could make a movie, and I think I was really angry, you know. And um, and I think it's, I think it's a weird movie, you know. When I watch it, with Tom Kenny and I were at a screening, and it was at the silent movie house here, and it was like packed, and a lot of the comedians who were in it, like Robin was there, Williams, and and a lot of the guys who were in the movie were there, and. And in the middle of it, Tommy just looks at me and he goes, "What the fuck were we thinking?" And I'm like, "I don't know," you know. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and 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 it was just like that SNL sketch with William Shatner because all these people are dressed as clown whores and they knew all Tom Kenny's dialogue and they were just crazy for this movie. And uh, I'm up there going, uh, "Oops, I never would have done that." <laughs> I know. I just was like. I'm glad you like it, uh, but but I will say this: a, a big problem I've always had with my m me being in show business is I'm not nostalgic at all, at all. I have no interest in 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 perpetuating uh, uh, um, things that I had worked on. I, I'm not saying they're not good or bad, or if people like them, they mean something. I don't mean to take it away from someone who's a fan of any of the things. You've like if it. you have a soft spot for Hot the Trot or Shakes the Clown or 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 World's Greatest Dad. I mean, I don't, I don't. Uh, that's sweet and that's nice, but I'm I'm too busy writing and and working on whatever today's about. Right, right. So you don't think about. Well, what would you change for Shake? So you're watching it. Do you watch it? I think, like, if I was making Shake, why? Well, I, if I, what I would change, I'd change a lot of things. But I think, uh, I think Shakes, <laughs> I don't think he would ever catch a break. 
Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, like if I was making shakes now, he would have woken up in a strange woman's apartment, and the kid would have pissed on his head accidentally. And <laughs> there's always something in the beginning of the movie <laughs> yes. that it's like, are you in or are you out? You know? Was a stay or was, uh, yeah, it's a sleeping dog's blow job or <laughs> yeah, that was dog kinda... related too. Yes. a dog. There's a, there's a dog eating a pizza on the coffee table wearing a party hat in the beginning of shakes. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And dog, I never realized that until I read a review and they said. An obviously male dog, so so I didn't realize oh. it's, just, it's really framed just delightful. There's this big dog guy right in the middle of the frame. I love it. You don't notice that. And then the next movie, I liked it when people were going, "That dog was fixed. You know, she couldn't have blown him." It's like, what are you doing looking at dog balls, you weirdo? <laughs> so, 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 and how do you know that, by the way? Yeah, yeah. I tried. My dog was pissed. It was confused. <laughs> My dog's fixed. There wasn't any fluid that came out. So, um, man, where are we going? Uh, so Let's get away from dogs. Dog blowjobs. So, so Shakes the Clown, <laughs> um, it's a movie that I think, like I said, was like, can I make it? Oh, would I, would I, I would have, if now I would have changed it, Shakes would have woken up, strange woman's apartment, uh, you know, uh, and, and then he would have went out and, uh, you know, his little clown car probably would, someone would have probably just T-boned it and smashed it. And then after that, you know I mean? I don't think yeah. he would ever catch a break. And then probably at the end, he would commit suicide. You know, there would be a clown <laughs> hanging on a road. It wouldn't have a happy ending. It wouldn't have the happy ending. But I thought the happy ending was really funny to me. Yeah. To me, a guy in a clown suit at an AA meeting is funny. Hey, let's take a quick break. Why not? Go get a cup of coffee. Go tell your kids you love them. Go pay your taxes. Do what you got to do. Later in the show, we're going to talk about Bob's movie, God Bless America. We'll talk about how he's been dead for all these years. People thought he was dead. He was actually dead. And uh, we'll talk about other podcasters, for better or for worse. This is part one. Part two is next week, which is a lot of great stuff about him starting out and how he is a world-class cock blocker. I have been a victim to this shit too many times in my life with this guy. We talk about it. I confront about it. And guess what? He is proud of it. I want to kill him. Uh, well, that'll go up Wednesday. You subscribe to the show. It'll pop up automatically on the old iTunes. Then you can listen to other shows that we've done in the past. And if you like the shows, just tell people about it. Twitter, Facebook. Why not? If you like it, share it. Okay. If you want to hear the new episode right away, what you do is you go to prowlersends.com. On the sidebar, there's an email list you can sign up for. Sign up for it, and I'll just send it to you right away the next week's episode. And then in the future, you'll get bonus content and news and a lot of good stuff. You can go to our Facebook page if you want to talk about today's episode, next week's episode, last week's episode, how you like the episodes being long or short. We'll talk about any of your favorite movies. If you have a movie night you go to, you want to promote, I'm fine with that. Go to facebook.com slash proudlyresents or go to Facebook and type proudlyresents on the top. You have to ask to join. I'll say yes. What? You want to buy Bob's movies? Well, you can go to ProudlySense.com, right there uh, on the website. Here's a plug for just some nice people. ILoveBadMovies.com. It's a movie zine from Brookland, the land of zines. It's a zine on internet, which means everything is Xeroxed. Okay. All right, enjoy the show. We gotta go. Oh, and if you're fast-forwarding, you can stop right about now. You know, the, the problem mm, the movies that I do make have is 
I'm never, I'm never punchline driven. I really don't like punchline comedy. It doesn't make me laugh. I think there's a skill to it, but it's just cre- as soon as people, everybody speaks in a punchline, it's just a choice to make a world that doesn't exist. You create so, situations. So you create this world that doesn't exist, and my worlds don't exist. But I want to have more control over what these worlds are in these movies, and I don't have an interest in doing, you know, two and a half men the movie, you know? I, I, I think, you, you know... You turn that down, or are you thinking about it? Thinking about it. I'm on yeah. the... <laughs> we gotta see if I we I think we see how this movie does. We're trying to get Ash Kush back, and, because uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Charlie's gone. But Charlie's out. Charlie, yeah. but, you know... Um, I uh, so 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 the movies I make aren't punchline driven, you know, and, and I do think there's a lot of people who don't find them funny because because they they lack empathy. If you can't empathize with the characters in my movies, you can't find anything in my movies funny. Um, so the there's always been um, um, critiques that people will say these are this is a one joke movie. Every single movie I make, uh, that's always the review. This is a one joke movie, and it's, it's like. No, you're an idiot. Well, you're you're a dummy. You you can't understand why these situations are funny because you love shit. <laughs> no, you love also, well. D- your idea of a comedy is you know. No a, one gets kicked in the balls in your movies, and that's not a comedy. Or also, you I don't I don't hire super talented people and have them ad lib till they're blue in the face and then cut a movie into it. You know that that's not writing. You know that's uh-huh. something else. But and the you know people think that's a comedy. Well, okay, for you that's a comedy. That doesn't interest me. It's really boring to watch. It's a collection of scenes, and then one scene at the end. Where and then at the end, up. they tack in a plot like old friends are the best friends, or yeah. you know, or 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 you know, you know. A my movies always have to be a, have a theme that I'm. That's the whole point of them. I'm always trying to get to that last thing that I'm trying to say in the movie. But, but, uh, but, but, or to write movies that are, you know, is Airplane a funny movie? Yeah, it's it's a very funny movie. Does making a movie like Airplane interest me? No, uh, it's it's you know it's just apples and oranges, I guess. Well, I think people confuse your themes with with one joke. Like I was going to say a Thai concept for. For small they things. do sound like high concept yeah, yeah. ideas, yeah. The way you pitch them, but like, but you like, boil let's it down. talk about like the the uh, tasteful amount of bestiality that's in Sleeping Dogs Lie. It's that's not the joke. Most comedies, not most comedies, all comedies would make that the joke. The girl's oh, blowing a, a dog, scene, right? And, and then the, the parents yeah. walk in, and everybody laughs and shocks. Someone takes a shit that. on a dog. Yeah, and yeah, and shits you and know. pukes. But but you know, my already movie, funny. My movie much funnier than my movie. But but you know, my movie is you know is about honesty and and stuff like that. And well, that's, Sleeping Dogs Lie. It's, yeah, it's Sleeping about Dog. honesty. The yeah. dog thing is MacGuffin. I just needed it. So, yeah, MacGuffin that would be something people couldn't get past that that didn't have other people. Is victimized. it true in your original script? The thing that her husband couldn't get past is that she dated a black guy. Is that how you original? No, no. Not true. No, right. it is not. Right. That's what I. Don't that's what I read. Your, uh, no, no, no. Was that me? That is you. Yeah. No. Um. No, there wasn't. A, no, it was. A, so, so. Well, you talk about that when you showed the script for Sleeping Dogs Lie, which is about a woman who did something so awful in her past, and she has to find. Yeah, the right but I needed to it over. to be like something. That people couldn't get past, but then on the other hand, when you really judge it, is it any worse than anything else that uh, a lot of us do? Yes, but I let alone? it go. But what what happened with your, your manager? If you want, to oh, <laughs> you want me to tell that story? You I know you told to it before. Certain things, but you know, no, no, no. Uh, I, uh, I just think it's important. For I this uh, conversation. And no, I had written funny. the I had written the screenplay, and 
and I gave it to my manager at the time, and he called me up immediately and wanted to have a meeting the next day, and he had another guy with him in the firm, and they go, this is a really well-written screenplay. I was like, oh, thanks. He goes, I'm not going to send it out because I'm afraid what people are going to think about your mental health. <laughs> so a year later, uh, Sarah, who's now my wife, she was like, uh, she read it, and she's like, this is a really good screenplay. We should make it. We shot it in two weeks with a crew from Craigslist, and then... Uh, for 20 grand um, and then that was the first movie I had at Sundance and that that's you know I, I like telling that story because like even if you're not a fan of what I'm doing it should encourage you to go out and do it because trust me eyes rolled when they got a DVD that said you know written and directed by Bobcat Goldthwait you know I'm sure they're like oh, oh. I knew you and I was like this has oh. got to be bad <laughs> did you really <laughs> no, no, no. I was excited to see it but that's the thing it's like people yeah, yeah. going you know if oh. I hadn't seen it it was weird because knowing you the perception that I had of you like every other person mm -hmm. out there was well first of all I did think you were dead <laughs> and yes was, and that you opened up for Nirvana which is true but I thought it was because you were on drugs not knowing that you don't do that drugs. I don't do drugs. Yeah, yeah. And I think well, well because like we, we, you know, we people act like if you don't take drugs and you don't drink, it's an achievement. It, it's <laughs> not an achievement. It's not an achievement. No, it's not. You shouldn't get a round of applause for that. I don't think it's you're special or uh, beautiful or amazing because you don't. I, I stopped drinking, taking drugs when I was. 19 so uh, yeah i've been sober for 30 years i don't talk about it because i don't think of it as an achievement and i also don't think it's anyone's business but right. but i also like i always like people who don't know anything about drugs they're like uh they like to always talk like i'll read things when i'm ego surfing about me being on drugs and stuff it's like oh you you've never done drugs because my p persona is not how people act when they're on drugs, <laughs> you know. Not even a coked up well, '80s guy. Like, like when when Charlie Sheen was having his manic episode, yeah, uh, and everybody was just dogpiling on him. They were all like going, "Oh, he's on drugs." It's like, no, he's a manic personality going through a manic episode. When you're really high, you you sit in a closet and look out the window occasionally for helicopters flying over that aren't there. You know, you don't. Look how Hollywood you are. You have a window in your closet. That's yeah. a good sign. <laughs> you go. You don't. You don't call press conferences. You right. know what I mean. So, so um, you know. But whatever. I mean, you know, I, it's my own fault forever looking at what people, how they perceive me. And stuff. Were you worried about Sleeping Dogs all coming out for that same reason that people? What would people think of you? No, I never. I didn't think. I never thought I'd see that movie projected, let alone in a theater, let alone at film festivals. You know. Uh -huh. um, so, so uh, again. That was the key to me being creatively happy was to start making things just to make them. And, yeah. and, and I would say that the last two other movies fall into that same thing. You know, it wasn't about, oh, if I make this movie, it's going to change people's perception of me and then I'll get a job making studio comedies, you know. Do you get was, offered that stuff? No, a little bit. Like right after the first movie was at Sundance, I would get these, um, I'd take meetings with people and, and all the meetings I went to, they all owned properties and not one of those movies have gotten made yet. And oh, I went wow. off and filmed, I made two more movies. So, so I'm glad Waiting I for the new Brady Bunch or something? Yeah, no, or even like, you know, some, some good ideas or some high concept ideas or, or just, you know, solid ideas, but... You know, I, I, I'm not saying I won't do that, but the, the, the perfect storm has never come to me where it's like, well, here's an idea that I think would be fun to do, but at the same time, uh, I'm willing to compromise and make a studio picture. I, I don't, I mean, that hasn't ever afforded itself or, or to me. What about, uh, you talk about the Kinks movie at all? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, that's, there's, after World's Greatest Dad, I wrote five movies. 
So that was just a few years ago. World's Greatest Dad. Were they all enough. sequels to Police Academy? They were all. <laughs> oddly enough, <laughs> that's so weird. They were. You would they go were, back to that. It was very weird that I would go back to Police Academy. But the strange thing was, is that they were uh, Naked Gun sequels, which that's had weird. nothing to do with. Yeah, that was a t- no, different so, franchise. So um, <laughs> I like that people will go. You're a Naked Gun. Yeah, yeah. You hear that? Oh, sure. Oh, that's great. You should uh, get residuals. Jack Flash. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. You were I'm in all these movies that I'm not in. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You go. You know. So just the quickest way is. Yeah, yeah. The other other thing is I always run into people. I run into young guys who tell me the story about their dad or their uncle who got really fucked up with me. Which is never right, true. You been, but I, it's like I have there to. There were go, twelve. So. Or but I have to go. Yeah, exactly. Your, your dad wasn't born yet. But I have to go. Um, I have to go. Yeah, yeah. Tell him I said heart rock on. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> because you know. But whatever. So. Um, uh, I forgot oh, you, what you were writing about. about the Kinks movie. Oh, the Kinks movie is just—it's a movie that's based on an album from the Kinks called "Schoolboys in Disgrace." Um, It's—you know—these movies and, and Ray's involved, and I know I will make it someday. But the, you know, the way I make these movies, all the movies I make, I'd rather not make them than make them and compromise. So I know I will make that because that's my number one passion—is that movie. But I'm not going to compromise, so so it's it's going to take a little longer than the other movies I make because I can't use a crew from Craigslist, you know. It's got to look really. Well, it's going to be a big movie. It's kind of you know dan- singing and dancing and sets, and it has to be shot in England and you know all these other things. So. Ray Davies or from yeah. the Kinks or famous Ray's Pizza? <laughs> no, Ray Ray Davies oh. of the Kinks. Well, Ray Romano is very excited <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, great. It, so it, why why well, is that your impression of Ray Romano? It's pretty good. I mean, no? you're spot on. <laughs> Thank you I thought he was in the room because I had my eyes closed. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you Did close it. your eyes? Where'd what a good time Where'd to do Ray that. Go? Close your eyes again. Here he comes. Oh hey, Ray. <laughs> Give Adam five dollars. Uh, you gotta uh, pay me up. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Where well, he's under the table. Ray. Sorry, Bob. Um <laughs> why England? Why do you have to shoot? I don't even know what was that voice you were doing. What? That was Ray Romano. <laughs> okay. He's a huge celebrity. You don't know who he is? I know, I've never he's heard a comic. Of him. Oh really? Oh, really? You should look him up on the YouTube. I should look him up on the YouTube. So <laughs> Why England? Because well, because it's an English movie, you know. So so there's that and there's uh you know, I, I wrote a zombie fetus movie yeah, based that. on um there was a minister in Wisconsin who was stealing aborted fetuses and giving them Christian burials. So I was like, Well that just writes itself, you know. So so uh you I know, thought that was gonna be your next movie before. It probably God will be. Yeah. It probably well, it'd probably be the next one I make, but um but there's other movies that I wanna make, you know. I have uh uh, another movie I wrote for Robin and myself to do. You know, I'm I'm kind of Father's Day too. <laughs> yes, no. And when I'm you say for yourself, you're going to direct him again, like yeah, I'm not in it. But again, it's another movie to direct that Robin. But but it, you know, in a weird way, that that's one I kind of wish I could make next because it's the um, it's 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 really. Um, a life reaffirming movie, which sounds pretentious and silly for me to say out loud, but but and and hey, after don't do that again. and after <laughs> and down. after the last two, uh, which which were you know um, I I would like to to you know people when I make my other movies people would say oh these are dark movies, and then he cops out at the end because he puts uh, upbeat movie endings you know which is uh, Sleeping Out His Lie and World's Greatest Dad. But but those endings came first. There wasn't like me compromising, going, "Oh, I better put a happy ending in here." That that's really what I wanted to say. Well, I felt like Sleeping Dogs Lie. She earned that. I mean, she really yeah. did earn. Yeah, 
Yeah, and, she and those are sweet movies, honest. and if they work for you, you know, they're 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 kind of touching. But but this new movie doesn't end that way, and 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 um, it just feels like uh, this is the first one I really do feel that it was dark. So I'd like to make a movie that 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 had um um that was a little more um happy which sounds weird but i just you, you spend a whole year in a movie like people think i'm really like after world's after god bless america people really think i hate people and they really think i'm mad at the world and that's not it was just a, well you get that opinion. the guy kills everybody yeah but <laughs> so you get but, that but i'm just exploring and i you know we all want to shoot people in traffic so i'm just exploring that one <laughs> part of us you know, you know what I think might bother people for, for about God Bless America is that you're not just killing people like a, any kind of movie, like teenage kids. Yeah, because you justify it. No, a, but you're killing them. Yeah. You're killing me. You're yeah. saying, I watch reality shows, I'm right. awful, and right. you're killing me. And right, you're, right. And that's the thing about the movie is like, I, I think a lot of people wanted it to be a vigilante movie where I shoot everybody they don't like on their list. Yeah. And that's not what it is. It starts off where we shoot and kill people who it's very broad and you should probably empathize and you might secretly enjoy when they get killed. But towards the end, the guns are pointed directly right back at all of us. And, and that was the whole point of the movie. I wanted to make a movie that asks, you know, who are we, where are we going, and why are we consuming this shit, and why are we so interested in being distracted? That's why I made the movie. Now, that is not a popular message. Now, if you make your living reviewing 3D movies and commenting on the comings and goings of Lindsay Lohan, you're not going to like my movie. You're, right. you're going to hate it because I'm saying you're the fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you can remove yourself, you know, from it. Being you, somebody, because I've done that for a living. Yeah, and, 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 and by the like, way, I don't feel threatened by movies that I'm included as 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 a problem. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, when I see a movie and I go, oh, man, you know what? I do do that. I don't go, this is a bad filmmaker. I <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, you know, yeah, because You're uh, criticizing me fucking you're for saying that. Me, but... you know, you know, like the 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 easy way to make this movie would have been just uh, uh, where at the end, you know, Frank realizes that he's he's dirty too, and 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 that's why the movie ends the way it does. But but it doesn't work for. There are a lot of people that actually really do like the movie. Well, but, there's a, I want to ask you a part, and it's a bit of a spoiler, but the mo it doesn't ruin the movie. What I'm about to say, but there's a guy in it that's <laughs> kind of like. Uh, <laughs> a William Hung-like character. A William Hung-like character. And you, it, Frank, you... Well, not you. spoilers coming. How about that? Yeah, spoilers okay. coming, people. If you haven't got bored and turned off by now, listen, you're in. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler. I'm interviewing Bobcat Goldthwait today. Spoiler alert. You might want to. You could do better. You might want to. You might want to. Marin might have 14 more episodes up <laughs> where he talks to old 80s comics and try to get him to reveal shit so he can talk about himself. So, about this kid. This wow, really that's very nasty. It's, it's cut. Um, <laughs> I have no happened. balls. No balls. Uh, in the room. And then I see how you work. And then I say something about sound. Okay, just leave it you in. keep that in. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, that's nice, good. Nicely played. Now I know. Uh, so the William Hunt character, he, Frank says, I'm doing this all for you because Basically, they're making yeah. fun of you. Yeah. And you try to kill yourself. And he says, no, I try to kill myself because they didn't give me enough attention. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah but is that based at all? Because you did a great movie, obviously, Windy City Heat. I'm oh, well, I'm Perry. No, oh, that's a good point. Um, oh, no. I mean, that was really based on my own dealings with William Hung when he was on the Kimmel show. Because William Hung, you know, a buddy of mine was directing a piece. And I go, how's it going? He goes, oh, it's, being, it's so difficult. I go, I thought he was kidding. And he goes, 
So William Hung, there was things he didn't want to do and didn't want to say, and it was, his family was there. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I love the fact that even William Hung was corrupt, you know? Like, I felt, like, bad for William Hung when I first heard we were doing a bit with him. And right. then I quickly, after I was around William Hung's world, I was like, fuck William Hung. <laughs> He's part of the problem, too. He really is. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you think there's something good in embracing it? You know, like, I'm, um, instead of getting all, like, I know personally. I don't I think get, I'm above, you know, like, I, I will say that I, like Frank, I did stop watching that part of American Idol where they, because they, that stuff was funny. But then I was like, going, you know what? This is just a steady diet of making fun of the guy from from the short bus, and and I stopped. Uh, I, I don't mean challenge. I mean the, from the uh, movie where they <laughs> the, the movie the short bus. Yeah, the yeah, movie yeah. Where dudes are blowing themselves. <laughs> no, I'm cutting that part out. You keep that. In. Yeah, yeah. So um, no, but so. Uh, <laughs> uh, I work with those producers. That's why I thought of that. That's pretty. Funny. Not anymore. So um, not when I <laughs> re-edit this. Thing. Yes, this is gonna be well, re-edited like a, like, a Brit, like a Brit Bart uh, uh, interview. I just heard him talking. He'd interview Paula Poundstone and Mark Marin, and she obviously has these legal problems in the past, and they're right. really, really serious. It's not like. You used right. to be drunk. It it was a serious right, issue, right, sure. and he kind of like brought it up. Like it felt like a little kid bringing something up, and I just felt that, that was kind of wrong. And she she danced around. She was as honest as she wanted to be. I just felt like it was wrong to. So you up. thought it was wrong that he brought it up, or you thought it was wrong that he didn't wasn't a more hard hitting? No, I think he. I think the first one, but he should have brought it up to her beforehand, saying, "Hey, how can we handle this Are issue?" Are you cool with me discussing that? Yeah, and can we discuss it? And instead of being like, how do I get it in there? It's like if I was a, to try to bring something up with you, but right. not say beforehand, you well, know. But I mean, I, I, I'm going to be devil's advocate. I mean, I really, I, and he's very supportive of me, but I really I, love I don't know him, and I, I, no, I, I really say love my podcast is another I really, podcast. It's not like, personal. Like, I can't, I'm always surprised with Mark's podcast, the, the, how big it is, because to me it's really fascinating, because I'll go, oh, there's such and such. I've known him for... Uh, 30 years and I listen to that show and I finally know the guy. Yeah, it's after, great. After millions of stuffy fake conversations in Isn't the back weird? of comedy clubs. Yeah. yeah. So so the fact that that's fascinating to other people I find strange, but but uh, I really love what he does. You know, I think, I, I, I you know... Um, but I think either bring it up or don't bring it up. I agree. I listen to his show. Right. I think well, but great, I don't... But I, you know, his thing... You know, I think he was just... I haven't heard the show, but it sounds like he was just trying to fish to see, is this something she'd like to get off her chest? And clearly she didn't want to, so he pulled back. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm cooler that that's the way it went down versus ambush people who, who they have you on the show, and then the last two minutes they were on, then they, they ask you the thing they're afraid of, which that's, is really... That's what it would have felt like. Which really is funny to me is, is when I go on the road, um, a, a lot of uh, guys who are trying to be, you know, uh, the equivalent of Stern and, and other people, the last two minutes <laughs> they go, they, they go, they bring up Police Academy. As uh -huh. if I'm like, like, that's like I was going to go, I can't believe you would bring up Police Academy. What? You mean the movies I was in as a kid? Yeah, I can't believe you would bring up Hot the Trotter. I can't believe, like, I will talk about anything to anyone. The thing is, is how are you bringing this up to me? Are you saying, hey, let's hear your side, Bob, about X, Y, and Z? Or 
are you trying to get me mad so you have fascinating entertainment because right. everybody loves a fight. You know, bars never empty because they say, hey, two guys are getting along in the parking lot. Let's watch. <laughs> you know, who doesn't want to watch a car wreck? Well, so if you're coming at me and saying, you know, I want to talk to you about X, Y, and Z in your life, and then um, and you're going to let me get my, my chance out, then then cool. But if you're just doing it trying to piss me off, just so you can come off as uh, a, you know... Uh, well, people think you should ask those questions. Like, I had on somebody, and, and it was I was like, why didn't you ask him about being fired? Because the guy was fired. Like, this really doesn't <laughs> go anywhere. And you're going, that's really close to me. Well, yeah, that, I, I didn't want to talk about myself, that's why. No, but I... I I just feel like what it goes. We've done enough interviews that you know, like it yeah, just doesn't go anywhere. Where, you know what? What is what is the tone? What do you want to say? Look, confrontation is 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 very popular and very lucrative. You know, I, oh well, then fuck I, you. When I made a decision to stop just doing mindless celebrity bashing in my act, it affected ticket sales. When I said I'm not just going to promote myself being famous, saying outrageous things, you know. That costs you money, but I'm not interested in being that kind of comedian. It's right. very easy and it's very lucrative, um, and I just don't have any interest in that. What if I gave you $2 million? No. Really? Still, still. I mean, I know people... I mean, I know you're only kidding when you say that, but... Yeah. But, um, I, I mean, I'm always trying to... Like, then some people go, laugh? it's easy for you to quit, and, and, and it's like, hey, man, I live the way most Americans live. I live from paycheck to paycheck. I mean, I really do. I mean, I've come really close to... to, to Is it true that you're so poor you cannot pay attention? <laughs> Is that true or not true? Because I've read that. And I don't mean to come at you. We should have no, cleared I, this before. I, I think... <laughs> This is the first time I've ever wanted to go pump to another comedian because that is our fucking kryptonite. Like what is that? you know how lay people like you'll say something that's funny and they'll go bum bump and you go, oh man, that wasn't a hacky joke. Why'd you give me the oh, bump but, but this was a hacky that was joke. very hacky. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but you, they don't know that uh, lay people don't know that that's the uh, it's just funny. No like, no no. If you're I telling love a when joke, people do that and they yeah. go bum bump because it's like. People who really have no sense of humor at all. Like, everybody thinks they're funny, and they're not. But the guys that go ba-dum-bum really have no sense of humor. Well, you know what makes me nuts is, like, they do that to you, and you're just talking normally. Like, yeah, exactly. you just made a, like, obviously, I, I told an old joke, but if I just say something that I think is funny in conversation, they go ba-dum-bum, you feel like a piece of shit. Yeah, because yeah. they feel that, that you, what they're saying is, what they're, the subtext here is yes. what it is, is that they don't naturally ever say anything funny. I guess. So the fact that you naturally that. said something funny is so foreign, because they had to stop and they go, that was a joke, that made no sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, what I hear is they they equivalent they what I just said is equal to that old joke I just told. And they think that, you know, that I'm hacky. Like Well, let's talk about confrontation cuz and it, again, you don't have to talk about this if you don't want. <laughs> is this, this going to be your special three-parter with Bob Scratch Goldfarb? I want to wrap it up, but I do want to ask about <laughs> No, no, you brought up Keith and the girl on another podcast. Oh, sure, we sure. We can get this out, I don't care. But they brought, they wrote me and said, "Did they write you?" No, no, no. They, they, they. I did this thing with them, and and I remember they're a, a popular podcast. And you asked me to call in because they were friends of yours. Oof. And I'm calling in, and when I'm doing it, I was on a delay. First of all, I really hate doing phone interviews. I really do like to be in the room with people because it's a convert, you know. But that it was really frustrating, and and I just felt that it was going way off the rails and being really snarky, and 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 they wanted me to bash somebody that I didn't feel like bashing, and it just went poorly, you know. Um, 
but you know, I don't, I don't have a problem with them. But you know, then, then, then I saw him recently say something about my Showtime special having old material, and it's like, well, yeah. Why shouldn't I get rid of the old material <laughs> on Showtime? All that material that I wrote for the That's past funny. years. Yeah. But by the way, you know, uh, <laughs> it wasn't. He goes, I saw it eight years ago. It's like. Michael Jackson was alive eight years ago. What oh, they talk about, about him dying? Oh, and the idea dead? that Michael Jackson material is hacky, too. And it's like, you, I talk about Michael Jackson not because I think it's an easy laugh getting a laugh out of pedophiles. I talk about him a lot Reputedly. because be, I do. Like he, it, No reputed a, pedophile. Um, allegedly, yeah, right. Well, look, there's footage of him shaking a baby out of a window. That's child abuse. That's enough of the reason that nobody should be fans of that. The baby creep. owed him five dollars. You don't know the situation. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the situation. But, but, but I just use him. I like discussing him because he's an example of, as a nation, how we just stick our head in the sand like ostriches, and 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 that's my interest in him. It's not because it's a quick, easy laugh. You know, who cares? Have about you met him, him, Michael Jackson? Well, I can't say I had the privilege. I remember years ago when David Spade was my friend and he was in some video of Michael Jackson's where they had all these celebrities and he's like hey you want to go do this like man I don't want to meet that weirdo <laughs> oh, that's so great. What are, you might, oh this shakes the clown and we can wrap it up but wasn't David Spade supposed to be in it yeah but then he went off and did SNL which is funny because Sandler did it and did SNL so yeah, I don't know how do that both. worked out but uh, whatever we all make career choices so thanks this is Bobcat Goldthwait you should see his new movie God bless America. Uh, on, uh, <laughs> or not. <laughs> or not. No, I would, I would say I, it. I, I think the movies I make, I don't really do a hard sell. I'm not competing. Well, with. What's one of the four would you, would you do a hard sell for? Uh, I think if people were going to start watching the movies that I make, I think the, the, the first one I think would be interesting if they watched was Sleeping Dogs Lie. Why is that? Just because it's overlooked, and I think it's, it's I don't know, I like that movie I thought movie it was really sweet. Yeah, I like that movie yeah. a lot. I like I like my movies, but I have a, a real soft spot for that one. Okay. You were saying, oh, we were joking about me thinking your movie would be terrible, but in the middle of Sleeping Dogs Alive, while I was watching it, I thought, wow, this is really good. Oh. Like, like I didn't think it would be <laughs> well, bad, thanks. but I was just like, wow, I'm moved. What oh, a dick, thanks. you moved me. Thanks. You're going to make me cry. It was fun. That movie was weird because like when it was at Sundance, people would not go. <laughs> people would... People at Sundance go to every movie. Every movie sells out. Right. But the people that came to my movie couldn't get into other movies. So when I introduced it, I go, look, I know I'm not your first choice. And there'd be a big laugh. I go, I know I'm not your second choice. I know I'm not your third choice. And they would be laughing because it was true. Right. But then to have that audience at the end, you know, uh, applaud and like it as much as they did, it was really crazy, you know, because these people just went because it was a movie. They didn't have the any... reviews were like, I'm glad there's nothing... I'm glad there was nothing else available. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> the I'm best glad, mistake I'm, I ever I'm made. I'm glad I didn't get into Little Miss Sunshine that They got my husband very unorganized. Yeah, my, <laughs> my husband is tardy. So uh, I th I've told the story, but it's true. Like, uh, the, uh, the incident that we're talking about at the beginning of that movie... There's this woman, she's trying to leave when that happens because it's in the first minute or two. And her friend talks her into staying. And my daughter was 19 at the time. And, and her friend sits her down. And this woman now about 45, 50 minutes in is crying. And my daughter goes, look at your friend now. And I turn around. And this woman who was trying to walk out of the movie at the beginning is now sobbing. And, and my daughter goes, yeah, you cry, bitch. You cry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that, go to proudlyresents.com to buy <laughs> and, uh, and Bob's movies, uh, Shakes a Clown, Amazon. You can buy them there. And I'll try to put a streaming for the other films if you can see sure. it for free. Windy City Heat, God it's Bless a great America. One. 
yeah, they, uh, yeah, they're all different, but they're all kind of similar in tones. I feel like the most commercial one is world uh, world's greatest dad. Like the most, you know what I mean? Like, really? yeah, I mean, I I love that movie. I'm yeah, I'm proud of it. Yeah, know? yeah. And then Windy City Heat is just I like Windy City Heat. Now that that movie is just I. I can't take credit for it because there's so many other people behind that. You know, I mean, I did direct it and, and Brad and I edited it, but it's it's bigger than the parts of all the people involved. You can just talk about that. I mean, that's... I mean, that, that like, people still don't believe that's even real. But I think that, uh, you know, if you just want to... Uh, uh, that, that has got the most laughs. Uh, it's uh, fucking hilarious. You know, Would you say what it's about? It's hard to... It's a guy... Who's a real guy, Perry Caravello, who uh, stars in a movie that's not real? <laughs> so it's great. It's yeah. A, it's I like think a, you should take a, a lot of grass and watch that movie. Yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> definitely a great movie. Tony Barbieri and and Don uh, are fucking hilarious. They yeah. Tony and Don have been playing a prank on this guy before the movie was when even shot. When we did the movie, is eleven years. For eleven years, they were pretending that they were this they were getting this guy on TV Perry and they're getting it they would create public access TV <laughs> Just, shows people will have to watch it yeah, the, it's amazing the it's a onion huge is prank. always being peeled away it's insane yeah it's great all right well thank you bob thank and com. and if you go there we're selling movie tickets on there on Fan, from fandango so support us by buying your movie ticket there instead of at a kiosk from a small child all right <laughs> com. Adam, that, we're, we're out of time for this interview.